Welcome to We Are Water, a podcast by Beaver Watershed Alliance. I'm your host, Carrie Byron. With this podcast, we aim to spark discussion on the importance of watershed conservation through conversations with our partners and stories from our fieldwork. Trish Reedus joins the show today to discuss volunteering in the watershed. Trish and I are both members of the Northwest Arkansas Master Naturalists, and we dive into the why of volunteering. Trish is the president-elect of the chapter and assumes the position of president in January. As a lifelong conservationist, avid volunteer, and certified interpretive guide who is also pursuing a dual degree in environmental science and wildlife biology and conservation management, Trish brings an incredible perspective to the conversation. Listen in to hear about the bonus benefits volunteering brings to individuals and to the region. Good morning, Trish. Welcome to the podcast. Good morning, Carrie. So volunteers are extremely important um, in helping Beaver Watershed Alliance protect the watershed. Um, What does volunteering mean to you? Well, I think that volunteering, obviously, sometimes people think it's a way of giving back. Um, They feel like it's a worthwhile um, avenue to go out and spend their time, maybe even donate their skills or expertise. Um, But really, it's much richer than that. Like volunteering is kind of like, it really is a way of connecting people to the things that are important to them. And then I think what surprises them is then they kind of turn around and they find their niche and they find their tribe. Like they find people with similar interests, not just in the avenue of what they're volunteering in, but you know, you'll find people that, Hey, I kind of like these people and I kind of like hanging out. So I always tell people that volunteering seems like giving of your time, but you always get back so much more than you give. Oh my gosh. That is so true. You're spot on with that. Um, And I know that I mean, volunteering, especially to all the nonprofits in Northwest Arkansas, I mean, it means it means everything to us. Yes. I mean, it helps us complete our mission. It helps us show value in what we do. It helps us get grants, all of those things. So it's it's certainly about the volunteer and their group of people. And then it's, it even impacts the region and all the organizations as well. It does. I think it was uh, Napoleon Hill said, you know, if you can't do great things, do small things greatly. And like that really is what volunteering, particularly in this Northwest Arkansas region does. I mean, I think sometimes people think, well, I've only got an hour to give or, you know, I'm not super knowledgeable, but I'll come lend a hand. What they don't realize is that for every hour that someone gives, like someone else is going to give an hour and someone else is going to give an hour. And this organization is going to focus in this area. And this organization is going to focus in it as well. And so there's all this augmenting that goes on with people really just doing the things that they're passionate about or that they just simply love. So why do you think conservation volunteering is, is even more special? Well, I think conservation, okay, for a multitude of reasons. Um, First of all, I mean, I'm a little biased in that I think that people need time in nature. That's where we reset. We've got like a deep evolutionary need to be out there connecting with nature, connecting with our surroundings. And so I think that from a a health aspect, I just think people need it. Um, I think that's why even urban areas protecting even small amounts of green space 
you know, creating little wetland areas, things like that is super important to us as human beings. We just need it. But I think that more so conservation volunteering is kind of one of those things that it gives back in like spades. Like what we don't often realize is sometimes these organizations are operating with one, two, maybe three full-time volunteers and they do not have the labor force that's necessary to accomplish the goals and the things that, that are necessary to keep those natural areas flourishing or to even repair them. And I think yeah. that once people realize like how important their time is and, and for anyone that's listening that has never went out um, to a, a, an organization that works in conservation and volunteered their time, you will find these are people who are willing to share their knowledge. They are um, typically great human beings, just fun to be around, but they are so appreciative yeah. of what you give and you begin to feel like you are an integral part of that project. And I think that that kind of feeds back to that need that we all have to feel purpose. And then, you know, you go beyond that and you, you kind of have this little desire to leave a little bit of a legacy, something, leave something better than you found it, leave something better for you know, the generations to come. And I think that conservation volunteering, it speaks to all of those. You feel like your time is valued because you're so necessary. You feel like even a little bit of time with others, it's really doing something. Like nothing is, is more rewarding than like, let's say you just do like a stream bank cleanup. Okay. So you go into the stream bank, you're like, oh, there's tires, there's trash, there's stuff like you know, how can the aquatic life survive? You know, we don't like to look at it. You know, how pure could that water be now? And you just go and you spend an afternoon with some folks and you load it up and you take it out and it looks immediately better. And then you could spend some time, you know, repairing some natural habitats and literally in just a season or two, you start to see the flora and the fauna come back in a way that you're like, wow, I'm really doing something here. So I think that conservation volunteering really it gives us that immediate gratification that we like as human beings, but it also gives us that feeling that we're leaving something lasting and we're doing important, purposeful work. So um, I think that something else that really comes into play here is people can develop these knowledge and skill levels um, in something that they've always loved. But just because they didn't go get a degree in entomology or in botany, they can still become like either very knowledgeable or even an expert and contribute all that expertise back to these other organizations and through volunteering. Oh, you really can. It's, it's like this. Edu it's like the educational bug. It's like people that have the degrees are willing to share the knowledge because they're thrilled that someone else is passionate about something they're passionate about and then so on and so forth. And so what's funny is that some of these people who get their environmental ed, if you will, or their, their conservation education, they turn around and they share that with others through their experience and through their education. And what's great is it's like, it's almost like, you know, to steal a term, it's like we're evangelizing out there. Like we're showing people not just what it is, but why it's important and what we can do to make sure that it's either kept safe or it's restored to the place that it was originally meant to be. And I think that that is part of that 
learning and giving community that like, it just, it's just such a rich volunteer environment. Like I said, you walk away with so much more than you went in with. Yeah, for sure. Um, definitely at the at the Alliance and I know many other organizations and in the region as well do this, but we end up kind of combining an educational opportunity with a volunteer event. Mm -hmm. So maybe at a cleanup, you'll also have some tabling opportunities to learn about different things, or um, we do a lot of invasive plant removals and get to learn how to identify species, the impacts they have on the environment. And then after you take them out, what should you replace them with? And I think that kind of rounds out the whole picture yes. of that experience. Yes. And they can take that knowledge and they can, they can use it with other organizations that are doing similar work. And what's really great is when you see them take that and they take it into their personal life as well. Maybe they do the same in their yard or, or you know, they, they volunteer time making sure that, you know, maybe other, you know, maybe they live in an apartment. It's not a big deal to them, but, you know, they, they spend time, you know volunteering at a local park to make sure that native plant beds are kept because they understand that system input that they are. They understand that everything is connected and that, that it's important that it's, it makes a difference whether or not your plot of milkweed makes it because all of the, uh, all of the little monarchs have got to, you know, they've got to have some place, you know, to, <laughs> yeah. to be born and go on about their journey. And so I do think that that's what is great about Northwest Arkansas is that there are a lot of conservation volunteering opportunities, but it's not like, oh, well, I just volunteer with Beaver Watershed Alliance, or I just volunteer for Northwest Arkansas Master Naturalists. Like we're all in this together and there's this sense of camaraderie and purpose that I, I just think it's wonderful around here. You know, that collaboration is, I think, is unique and it is just so incredible. It's just awesome that we have here. And mm-hmm. and I really think that Master Naturalists in Northwest Arkansas have really helped contribute to that. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what do you think their role is um, in volunteering? Um, so you're asking what you think that like the master naturalist, like w- what our role is in that greater conservation volunteering picture here in Northwest Arkansas? Yeah. So I think here's what I, I kind of like to think of us as. I think we are like that catalyst. Um, so we have grown to a pretty significant size. I mean, we have over 300 members. And so that's a lot of people who are in varying levels involved in some sort of conservation work. And so we're always trying to grow that membership, not just for the sake of the numbers, but at the very core of who Northwest Arkansas Master Naturalists are, and it's part of our mission statement, is that we want a team or a core of well-trained volunteers. Like we start with education. Um, For those of you that don't know, when you become a Northwest Arkansas Master Naturalist, um, there are several weeks of education Um, And it's fun. It's like offered on a Saturday or it's offered in the evenings and now with Zoom. I mean, it's really accessible, (laughs) but you learn like so much, everything from like geology to some, you know, tree species to fungi to, you know, things about birds and reptiles. And it is just this breadth of knowledge meant to basically spark that passion in someone who, you know, has an interest in the natural world, has an interest in uh, volunteering 
to protect what we have here and maybe restore some of the things that haven't been managed as well. And so I think that our role, honestly, is to bring people in, give them a pseudo formal education, meaning that it's it's a specific time. It's a st- We have a an education committee that just works tirelessly to make sure that these people get exposed to as much as we can possibly expose them to so -hmm. they can get out there and they can find their labor of love and they can find their purpose and they can make their impact in the region. Um, So give us a few examples of the kinds of things that master naturalists are involved with. I know we could probably talk about this for hours, but (laughs) give us some highlights. You're going to put me on the spot and there's so many great things going on. So here's a disclaimer to anybody's project that I failed to mention. I'm sorry. I'm going to just get some of the biggies. Um, So probably one of the things that we're most known for, and it it really is that driving force behind what we're able to do in the region is um, we have a native plant team that um, has really dug in and like done the hard work of figuring out how to properly propagate native plants and which ones are going to be most beneficial. And, and we raise those and we, we use them for basically a threefold purpose. You know, we donate a ton to, to, to organizations and municipalities and, and even individuals so that like native plants can just simply get in the ground so they can do the work that they were meant to do in the ecosystem. Um, But we also, we turn around and we sell our excess native plants. And what's great about that is there's a lot of education that goes on at that plant sale where you're, you kind of build these relationships with people where they're like, oh, well, that's kind of neat. Yeah, I want to help the ecosystem. So there's people that walk into these plant sales that maybe are not super knowledgeable, but they just like to grow things and they walk away going, wow, you know, these, this little flat of plants that I bought, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, help the pollinators or I'm going to, you know, clean, clean the, uh, the pollution out of the soil when, you know, water washes over these, like they Mm -hmm. walk away just feeling so good about what they're doing. Yeah. And then what's great is then we can take any funds that we happen to, to, to amass from a plant sale and we can turn that around and we can give grants, you know, we do everything from like, here's equipment and here's, you know, just whatever people in the region need, if they come to us with a need and it, it stays, you know, within those core values and goals that we have as an organization, like it feels so good to be able to help somebody like, you know, augment their, their water testing equipment or um, offer like we're doing a, a kind of a project with the Lake Springdale and they're doing, um, it's a bioswale. And this is like a, it's a municipality that's like, hey, this is like a kind of a floodplain. We don't know what to do with it. And we're in there offering plants and our expertise and we're offering oh, volunteer yeah. hours. And so that's another major project that we're doing. Um, we have people that volunteer on stream teams. We have people yeah. that volunteer on like, if you're interested in like birding and, and the bluebird boxes, they monitor them. We report all that information back up um, to Cornell University. I mean, there's a ton of citizen science that we participate in. There's just so much going on. Um, if you've been out to Lake Springdale, or not Lake Springdale, but Lake Weddington, what's really great about that is we not only put native plants in there, we also did a big project where we put some signage in there. So even people that are just walking through nature don't know anything about the benefits of native plants. There's some great signage there where they're, they're going to learn. They're going to learn their impact in the, the environment, and their impact to the pollinators and 
basically their impact to all of us. And so we're really just out there trying to get the word out and trying to get people doing the things that they can do, whether it be buy a flat of plants and plant them at your house or volunteer time at like Lake Springdale or go out and test water quality. It's like whatever really interests you, there's probably already a project going on or if not, what's beautiful about Northwest Arkansas Master Naturalist is if you have something that you love, you can start a project and you'll have volunteers and you can come to the board and, and ask for funds. And if funds are available, we'll even help in that way. So it's really like, we feel like we're just seeding little projects all over Northwest Arkansas. And that yeah. feels great. That's incredible. Um, I want to touch on something you mentioned about um, like in conjunction with the volunteering, there's that sharing knowledge aspect. Mm -hmm. And I really think that's what set ma sets master naturalists apart is not only do you go out and do this volunteer work, but you're educating others on whatever you're doing and yes. trying to share, share that information. And, you know, I think something that has really come about in the last, well, even year with master naturalists is all the interpretation that they do. Yes. So you mentioned the interpretive signs that we're creating. Yep. Um, and there are so many members that have their special interpretive programs. Yes. And so if anyone's looking for things like that, man, we got a whole cast of, of folks with, with different um, topics that they can talk about. So Absolutely. As... Absolutely. And we have a pretty good core of people within our organization that have that certified interpretive guide training under their belt. Um, so they're great at either taking programs they've created or creating new ones. And so we, I mean, I kind of think I'm probably going to speak to this a little too much because that's some of my pet projects is I <laughs> love to be involved in environmental education, but that is, you know, that is one of the pillars of who Northwest Arkansas master naturalists are. Yeah. And we love to get out there and share it with people of all ages, things that they can do, they can walk by and, you know, begin to recognize things and just, you know, a walk in their neighborhood and they can see the importance and the role that it plays. And it just, it feels so good to, to watch people begin to care about the things that you care about. So if we've piqued anybody's interest and people are looking to get involved with the master naturalist, um, what should they do? How can they reach out and and become a member and, and get involved, Trish? Well, so I think the first thing to do, I mean, we all kind of like to, to peep things out before we get totally committed, is just Google Northwest Arkansas Master Naturalist. And you're going to find um, a couple of different things. You're going to find that there's a whole organization within Arkansas called Arkansas Master Naturalist. And you're going to find that Northwest Arkansas Master Naturalist is the chapter that operates in our region here. Um, there are certain parts of the website that without a member, you can go, you can look at different things, you can see pictures, you can see um, projects going on. And then if you're interested, really the first step is reaching out, clicking that contact us link and saying, hey, I want to sign up for the classes. The classes typically, um, they start in January typically. So it's right in the middle of winter where you're kind of bored. You don't know what to do. It's cold yes. outside. Yes. Um, and so it's like, you're preparing for spring and it's, it's just great in that way. Um, and to be honest, um, and here much to my chagrin, I don't know exactly what um, the class charge is going to be this year, but for 130 ish dollars, 
like you get all of this great education. Plus they provide you with like books and resources that you're going to be able to pull from way, way, way down the line. And so it's, it really is just about getting people educated. We're clearly not making any money on that aspect of it. We just want to find like-minded people, get them educated and get them plugged in. So that's, that would be my recommendation is check out our website, Northwest Arkansas Master Naturalist and do a little research and then click that contact us link and we'll get you set up to get in those classes. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Trish, for being on the podcast today. I hope to see you out volunteering this fall. Absolutely. Thanks a bunch, Carrie. The Alliance has a number of upcoming volunteer events this fall, including watershed cleanups and invasive plant removals. If you would like more information or want to sign up to volunteer, send us an email, info at beaverwatershedalliance.org. Also check out our Facebook page. You can find all of the events under the events tab. It's a great way to find out the latest information. While you're on Facebook, be sure to give the Northwest Arkansas Master Naturalist page a follow. They post all kinds of great info from across the region. Remember, please share and rate the podcast and be sure to keep tuning in.